Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, a man who just woke up from his hangover after going down to the OD the other day to check out the Kelsey's <laughs> one, Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing as always, as we say during this pandemic, this air quote Saturday morning, sir? Oh, Roy, I thought, I felt like, like, I don't know, like I was in a uh, a casket match with the Sixers. And mm. I felt like, I don't know, I already put them in a tombstone pile driver. And no, I feel like right now the Sixers are that Undertaker hand me. Where they yes. are just like, they, they just rose from the Randy casket. Randy Orton staring into the casket. <laughs> yes. The Sixers, as the Undertaker, reaches the arm up and grabs Randy Orton by the throat. And they got us again, ladies and gentlemen. It seems like they got us again, ladies and gentlemen. And Big this movie. wasn't a casual fan thing. According to the casuals, because I know like a lot of casuals, because I'm going to keep using casuals, because it's not just casuals that wanted James Harden gone or didn't want to resign James Harden and don't want to trade Tobias Harris. It's an overwhelming number of the fan base that I don't know that just like I, like and I always said you couldn't run this same core back. You couldn't the, like just the, the scars are too are, like aren't healed yet. And the, and fans were gonna look for a scapegoat, and I and I don't even know if they were gonna pick one. They were just gonna boo everyone from the from from last year's team. Yeah, no, it, it looks like it's gonna be a very uh, new looking Sixers team uh, with the news that James Harden has picked up his thirty five point six million dollar option uh, for the hopes of being traded. As of this recording, that just happened. So again, as of this airing, I'm not sure whether or not the trade has actually gone through, but uh, we will talk about that at length on this edition of the broad tree line. Of course, we have some other NBA news to get to as well. And we have some NFL news to get to uh, later in the show, but we will not leave the show. We will not leave you without your money in the bank preview. You wrestling fans out there. Yes. Money in the bank in London is later today, Saturday, 3 PM start time for money in the bank. And we will get you squared away for those of you who would like the graps in the squared circle. So we got a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the broad tree line. As we always say, Sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, sir? No, let's just say the usual thank yous. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in to the show. Whether it's here on 106.5 FM, WPPMLP Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, StreamYard, Google Play, YouTube Music, Spotify. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line. Download us to your phone, your computer, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. Listen to us at home or take us with you on the go. We are a very, very accessible show, 24-7-365. And speaking of accessible, you can follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I'm at the BS line. I think we can, I can speak for both of us saying that Saturday we will be tweeting about, or later today, I should say, we'll be tweeting about the Money in the Bank pay-per-view card in London um, this Saturday. 
um, but a lot of sports going on this weekend. And of course, the, the NBA um, should be a buzz with action. Oh man, July 1st is going to be, July 1st is going to be a movie. It's going to be a movie. And I don't even know what the hell that means, but I, I I hear all the cool kids saying it, but no, I I feel like, I don't know this, like, and I feel with this new, I I guess, I guess this new clause or this new, like, I don't know, extension of the new CBA. Cause it's not, it's not, it's not a new CBA. I think they just implemented this part of the CBA this year. Teams are very are not likely to pay this tax anymore, and especially for teams that don't have a shot to win a championship. Like we said, the Warriors paid all that tax, but you know what? They got championships to basically show for. Teams like the Clippers aren't going to pay a hundred million dollars in tax to keep Eric Gordon. Will they pay? Uh, like, will they pay a hundred million dollars in tax for James Harden? Who knows? But I feel that. This is a great thing for the NBA. We need other teams to care about their team after January 1st because there are just two – and, like, I don't know, and all these new rules about, like, not buy – like, buyouts aren't going to be that big of a thing anymore. That's a great thing. Kudos to – kudos to the league for trying to, like, change change kind of the dynamic for the better. So just a little bit of background on what Chris just mentioned. So there's a new collective bargaining agreement – um, that was ratified uh, earlier this week by the NBA and the Players Association. And there are many changes to the CBA, but one of the more important changes is that it is much more cost prohibitive for a team to be um, ex- extraordinarily over uh, the salary yeah. cap. Uh, like we know that the salary cap is kind of like one of those flexible things where teams can exceed and most teams do. But there's a certain point where after, oh, you know, once you're over the cap, you get taxed at a certain amount. Um, but if you're significantly over the cap, you get taxed at a, a much higher amount than you did in past years. So as Chris mentioned, there's going to be a lot of uh, moving and shaking as teams try to get below that 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 second uh, level, the second apron, if you will, of the salary cap and, and, and to try to like, cut calls. As is this a good thing? Is, is this a good thing in your estimation? Oh, yeah, of course. No, like it's like the like, like team, like there needs to be a – I mean, there's never going to be a 100% natural, you know, um, movement of competitive balance. If, if you yeah. will, yeah, competitive balance. I mean, like, town's going to go, you know, guys are going to play with their guy friends or guys are going to play in big cities <laughs> and things like that. Like, it, it is what it is. Like, 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 there's never going to be a natural movement of talent where every team, you know, has a, a you know, all 20, all 30 NBA teams is going to be a quality NBA team. But that being said, in order to increase the competitive balance as much as you can, you need to make it harder for teams, like you said, the Warriors. Or like the teams who are just willing to pay that money to to exceed that tax. So yeah, so kudos to the NBA, kudos to the NBA Players Association for agreeing with it. Um, I know it's going to be a a, a a largely different league in a couple of years. It's going to be a largely different Sixers team uh, coming up probably in a couple of days once this mm-hmm. Harden uh, news goes down. So once again, James Harden has exercised his thirty five point six million dollar option. However, that is for the solely for the, the only exercise of- he's done. I'm not going to go. It's all solely for the purpose of helping the Sixers facilitate a trade um, elsewhere. A couple of teams in the mix for James Harden services. The the hottest rumor as of right now, again, is the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, The Suns and the Knicks have been bandied about as well. Um, But there's there's some trades that that make some sense for for the uh, the Sixers and and the Clippers. The Clippers apparently, according to, I think, our good friend Jake, Jake Fisher reported this, they were apparently interested in a separate Tobias Harris trade, you know, before all this stuff kind of went down. So 
wouldn't be surprised, and again, it may have already happened by the time you hear this, to see James Harden and or Tobias Harris um, headed to Los Angeles um, in a trade. Again, my dream scenario would be that, you know, Paul George would come back in some of this because there were some rumors that Paul George was was available in trade talks. Doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Um, so let me just ask you a question. So and we had talked about this before we went live. So I'll throw it out to you. James Harden for what was the, what was the, the was it was a Marcus Morris? What was it was the trade game? Was it Morris Covington and uh, and Norman Powell? Was it the uh, trade? Yeah. Yeah. For Harrison Harden or for, was it just for Harden? No, that would be just for Harden because okay. oh, oh no oh, oh no no that would be for Harden and PJ Tucker. I'm sorry, Harden and PJ Tucker. Thank you. Yeah. So if you trade James Harden and you get that back, are you are you as a Sixers fan okay with that? Over the moon. Over the moon. Over, I don't even know. Over the moon. Absolutely wow, okay. no. Like this is this is addition by subtraction. Like I I have I I, I keep saying that that the Sixers. I mean their off season project had to be to to rid themselves of the loser culture. And there were there were the coach was I'd say it I, I mean like I mean when you've underachieved for ten years, because that's what Doc Rivers has done. I, I mean, I don't think this year was particularly his fault, but I mean that like this year's just collateral damage from two years ago. And like I don't know, like you need to and like I don't know, like and now all the stories are came out. Doc Rivers said it on the record. <laughs> on on public radio or on on the internet that the Sixers culture still isn't great and you need to change that whether Nick Nurse is capable of doing it but you have to rid yourself of kind of the the guys that are unfortunately synonymous with them. Tobias Harris is like I don't know constantly complaining about like I don't know the 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 leadership on this team where you at pal you've been here for four years change it and right. And and I think we could agree that I, I mean like we see James Harden no I, I and and like I, I just feel the the perfect word for James Harden is front runner when things are going good he's a cheerleader but when things aren't going good and he's not getting his touches and they're and I don't know they're losing he's not rallying the troops and and that for me Roy I just want to see winning players and like I don't know people that's a loaded question but sometimes you know who winning players are the team the guys that get the buyouts because they bring something like, and like, I don't know for all you want to say about like guys like Covington and like, I don't know, even, even Mook Morris. I, I mean, like guys have been on like championship contending type teams and you need those guys. Has Tobias Harris ever been on a championship contending team? Well, do you want to, do you call the Sixers team a championship contending no! team? I mean, they should have, no! they should have, they should have been. This, this team should have contended for a championship this year. They just didn't because they no, were yeah. no. But I feel that like I don't know this year. You really need to and I and I didn't think this was a a reason like a realistic scenario to get your to get your finances in order and to like be able to swing for I don't know a free agent in twenty twenty four. I don't even know who's available. But like right now, you can't make any moves. You got you you don't have any of the mid level exceptions. Like I don't know, you are not you are not in great shape right now to make any moves other than trades so i like and i don't know if sixers fans are just you're 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 running the bill sixers fans the guy that just the guy or gal that just tunes in and just wants to watch ball can like is that okay to say you won't say transition but you know what let's put some pieces around joel because frankly like I mean, this is a pair 
what they're saying is, Joel, you're still the guy. And like, I don't know, like, I don't think you have much of a choice to say, Joel, you're still the guy. And because right, because honestly, I don't know, know if the pieces have fit great around him for a couple years. I don't think they have. I think, I think, you know, I don't think this, this year's team, I think piece wise, it was better than it was last couple of years. James Harden um, was not a good fit with Joel Embiid. Like we always thought like, and cause one, I think we have to admit, Roy, Joel Embiid is not a pick and roll person, a player. He's not, he's a pick and pop player, but like James Harden is at, even still he's at his superpowers or you don't have superpowers. He's at his best when he's running pick and roll and get kind of like, I don't know, do his thing. When he's the focal point of the offense, he wasn't the focal point of this offense. And I have, I have a feeling that has a lot to do with him wanting to leave. I don't think he has a beef with Joel or anything. He just wants, and he said it, he like, he wants the offense built around him. <laughs> I mean, apparently he forgot about Kawhi Leonard, but maybe he's assuming that Kawhi's going to play like 30 games. But I, I mean, like that's, that's what I want to see this season. And I'm not sure how much winning you do, but I want to see some winning players and a better fit around Joel. So a couple things. So yeah, like I agree. James Harden wants to be the guy and and, and all, everything that comes with that. Um, and right. Like this might not, James Harden is not the ideal point guard to play with, um, with Joel Embiid, but he's better than Ben Simmons playing with, with Joel Embiid. So I, that's why I'm saying like the fit with J- James Harden was a clearly better than the fit that you've had or a couple years before the James Harden experiment. Um, and the thing was like when James Harden wanted to play that way, when they did the, when they played the two man game, you know, and you saw it again against Boston, like they, like they did that, they did little, that little pocket passage on B that hit every single time. Like it worked when it, when they, when they ran it, but I think you're right. I think the fact, the fact of the matter is I think that James Harden just doesn't want to do that good thing. And he no, he doesn't want to throw that pocket pass. He wants to, he wants to he wants to made off he wants to grift like the nba and i don't know like I, and it's not gonna be our problem if he gets traded to another team or the clippers i i don't like i i'm i he's still a very good regular season player right like where he could get he could still get his double doubles and sometimes his triple doubles and everything looks good and like he'll play against paul george he and that that's the thing about i think Harden here that really I don't know that limited him he was too much of the focal point like he never got open looks and if for the 13 games they play together Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and James Harden I mean that like you're not gonna know who to kind of game plan against and I right. and I and like I don't know he and and I think he he's gonna have the ball enough in his hands to warrant it to warrant saying he's the dude does that James make sense? Harden. I guess. Like, no, yeah. no, no, no. That makes, that makes perfect sense. That makes, makes perfect sense. Like you said, like those dudes are not going to play eighty-two games together. <laughs> like we uh, we understand that. Like Paul oh. George misses a fair amount of games. Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard misses a fair amount of games. Even to, I mean, even James Harden misses a decent amount of games. Like like it's going to be very not as bad as the Nets were because those guys just basically just never play together. But I mean, like those guys will probably play like thirty to thirty-five games together. And in those games where they're not all on the court, James Harden's going to try to get his, and you know. And I mean, look, that Clippers but, team is probably going to win close to fifty games next year. Like if those those three guys oh, are there, like they're going to be a pretty. Decent if you team. get Roy, if you get James Harden, does this change your mind about resigning Russell Westbrook? I, I mean, like you, I hope they've learned a lesson from the Houston days that a you that a Westbrook Harden backcourt is not good. <laughs> like I yeah, don't know, don't, like yeah, like. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You, know, you, absolutely, <laughs> you, absolutely, you absolutely, do, absolutely do not do that. But let me let me switch it back to the, the Sixers for a second, right? Because let's say the trade goes down the way that, that you know, that Tucker, Harden Tucker trade goes down just the way you say it, right? So we're looking at it. We're looking at a starting lineup of De'Anthony Melton, Tyrese Maxey, Norman Powell, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. Again, assuming nothing else happens, all right? That's your starting lineup for next year. No, I think, like, you don't think Covington's starting? Over who? Norman Powell? No, 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 no. Norman Powell, like, I know you're not the biggest Norman Powell fan. Like, Norman Powell, he, like. No, oh, oh, no, no, or no, does, is, does that mean. Let me take that back. No, does that mean Dorothy Melton is is an automatic starter? No, I'm saying he's your starting point guard. Uh, But you know what, I might, you know what, now that I think about it, I might start coming to no. No, I feel that like I don't know. This is a and and maybe this is kind of I don't know. I don't know. Thinking too forward, you got to hand the keys to Maxi. He needs to be the and I don't even know if you could call him a point guard, but he needs to be the lead guard. He needs the ball in his hands as much as he can. Like I don't know. Let the kid like I don't know. I don't know. Mess off, but like you need him with the ball in his hands as as much as you can. And I don't know who's the who's the ideal like partner at guard. I don't know if it's Melton because he's a better defender than, than Powell, but I feel that like I don't know like this really is I don't know that needs to be the plan. Like you need to find out this season, and and maybe you find out a little bit, but you need to find out a lot more about whether Tyrese Maxey is. I think you need to find out what his ceiling is because I don't think anyone knows. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows either, and I, I don't. And I again, I don't think he's a, a a well, he's not a pure point guard clearly. Like, but I think. I think putting, I think pairing here with 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 Melton is a good deal because again, you can have them guys, those those guys like trade off as who's the lead playmaker on a given time. Um, the more I think about it, the more I might start um, Robert Covington over over Norman Powell just for defensive purposes. Um, yeah. Again, like if you if you if you had if you have Melton, you have Melton Maxi and and uh, and Norman Powell, like you're kind of short. Um, so you need a big dude. You need you need a guy who defend. And if you if you have uh, Excuse me. If you have Melton and, and Covington, you have pretty two pretty decent defenders out there, um, along with the the scoring assassin himself, to, uh, Tobias Harris. So, like, it's, it's a pretty balanced lineup size wise. So, I don't I don't hate that. Um, but that all that said, I'm, I'm saying that to say, I don't know how many teams, how many games that team wins. Like, uh, I, they don't. I don't. They don't win. They don't win fifty. No, they win forty five. But I mean, like, that's, sick, that team's not fun to watch. I, I beg to differ. I beg. I beg to differ. I'd rather okay. like because because maybe like I don't know, and, and maybe because I'm planning on the silent assassin not being here anymore. But like no, I don't no, know. No, no. Like, I'll give you this team. That that team. That particular team with the assassin scorer. That team. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't openly watch a James Harden team after like I don't know. Like I can't watch the grifting. I can't like and like there are just dudes like I don't know like. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to see Covington again. And like, you know what? These guys will play hard. And like, I don't know. They're like, they'll be, they'll be more defined roles. I mean, like, I don't know. And 
to be honest, I don't know how much you can, like, I don't know, like, read into the season until you get an idea on what the hell you're going to get from 21. Like, I don't know. Like, what is he doing right now? Is is, is he soul-searching? Like, no one knows. And and I feel that, like, I don't know. He's not – he hasn't made one comment about the coach. Like, I, I – and, like – and like someone said, like I don't know, like maybe this is like I don't know, like you make this move in like I don't know in in ways to appease Joel Embiid. No, you're not. I don't care about appeasing him ever. He's he's along for the ride. And if he doesn't, and like I don't know, like like he's lost any benefit of that. He needs to like like if this team fits a little better than last season, there should be no reason why he shouldn't have the same year. Because like I don't like. Because no one was really double teaming him over James Harden. Like I don't like, or or like I, I feel that like I don't know if you run a little better offense, not that crap that Doc was running. I don't even know what offense that was running. And like I don't know, like you find some, and like I don't know, you, you play a little. Like I don't know, like I just don't know. Like I don't know how how much different your, I don't know. Your your offense can be with basically less like I don't I just don't know what the twenty three twenty four sixers look like in terms of what style who does what like I don't know it, it feels like I don't know a, a like a blank canvas right now and really I don't think you really know until you get rid of the other guy no like you you don't know and I don't think you'll know you know until again game one week one of the season. To figure out, you know, what the lineup's going to be like. If, like, if you get like a legit playmaking guard, you know, then all right, maybe you can do some of the same things you did last year with with Joel Embiid. Because again, like nothing for nothing, like you know, we, we we brag on James Harden, you know, not you know being you know a, a a clutch guy in the playoffs, but again, the man led the NBA in assists last year. Like the man gets guys easy looks, you know, like the man knows how to get guys in spot, get the ball to guys in spots. The Anthony Melton's not going to give you that. Like Tyrese Maxey is not going to give you that, you know, point guard X, whoever you get off the, off the waiver, off the, you know, off the uh, free agency pile, it's not going to give you that. So you're going to miss a little bit of that. But again, you do have, you know, you are giving the keys to Tyrese Maxey, letting him cook. You might let the assassin score cook a little bit more. Um, You know, if Norman Powell's here, Norman Powell, again, scored 17 points a game last year, you know, coming off the bench. So he's going to give you some buckets. So, I mean, like, you're going to, you're going to get your, you're going to get your scoring in a, in a, in a different manner. But like you said, like, what's the, what style of scoring is that going to be? I, I couldn't tell you, but like D'Anthony Melton's not going to be the guy who's dishing out seven, eight assists a game. So it's going to look, it's going to be, it's going to be like a, kind of like a, I, I kind of like an, I don't see uh, like a diversified, like, like bucket of score. Like everybody's going to, going to chip in and give you something. Um, whether it's scoring, yeah. whether it's rebounds, whether it's assists, um, so it's gonna look different. Like I, I'm, I'm, and again, we got a whole whole new head coach, so we have no idea what what he's gonna do. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird it's gonna be a weird situation. All my my main point was to say that if you roll this team out there again, I do not I do not care about Joel Embiid. Well, I do, but I don't. I don't care about Joel Embiid as a fan. Like you said, the regular casual guy or gal who tunes into these games. Like, what's the thing that's gonna get me to tune in on December December twelfth? I don't know what that is with this team, unless you, like you're really excited to see the development of Tyrese Maxey. Because other than that, no, I feel no, I feel that no, I feel that's the. But you know what? I'd rather have the same. Like, no, but it's not the same old. You don't have James Harden anymore. Like, I don't know. Like, no, and that's why I feel like you really can't have this conversation without talking about the crumble cookie guy. Because I feel that, like, I don't know, like. He is in in some ways fair or not. I think it's fair. He is the poster boy for the underachieving of the last four years. He is. 
So Tobias Harris, well, let's start with Tobias Harris's dad, who's also his agent, uh, Terrell Harris, who said that his son was, quote unquote, an assassin scorer who has been misused by the Sixers. Um, of course, those comments got a lot of pushback from Sixers Nation, who've seen Tobias Harris not be an assassin scorer and especially not be an assassin scorer in certain points of the playoffs last year. Uh, but Tobias Harris spoke earlier this week and he said that, quote unquote, he said, quote, casual fans would trade me for a crumble cookie. Um, shout out to Tobias Harris for, for sliding in that crumble um, acknowledgement, considering that he's a crumble franchisee franchisee owner. Here's the thing with Tobias Harris, and I he and he after that quote, he kind of ran down his whole resume about like how he's a he locks up the best the best player on the other team, and he's an almost forty percent shooter, and he does this that and the other. Brother, you had two points <laughs> in a very crucial playoff game like a month and a half ago, my guy. Brother, you make it thirty nine point two million dollars this year. You ain't God. God bless you that the fact that you got that contract. If you were an assassin scorer, we wouldn't be tra- looking to move away from you this quickly, my guy. If you were locking dudes up like this, we wouldn't be looking away from you. We're looking to move away. Oh uh, no! You. And of course, Come like on. I don't know the 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 um the diplomatic people are like, oh, if if you took out the contract, he's a fun. No, no, you no, no, but that, no that's that, true though. But that that's true. No. If, Tobias Harris made half the money he's making. We wouldn't even talk about this dude. We wouldn't. We would not. We no, wouldn't. but that's not. No, but that's not real life. But right. Like you're, I don't know. Right, like, right. like I don't know. They're not mutually. They're yeah, not they're mutually, mutually exclusive. exclusive. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, like, no, Tobias Harris inclusive. matters because his contract is thirty nine point two million dollars. Yeah. That's no, and no, and I feel that like I don't know. That was the. That was the. Um, that was the final send off because you cannot bring him back. You can't like I don't know like I let like and I think you need to change the just the the overall vibe of this team because the vibe sucks the vibe has sucked like for the better part of the last year and a half you've had moments like like the first like I don't know few weeks of the harder trade things were great but there's they can't consistently keep that good I don't know that good kind of lock that atmosphere between the, like and like you hear it in the postmortems. Oh, leadership. Oh, Joel, Joel's not doing enough. Like, I don't know. Like, like you got to switch some of this dynamic. And I don't know how you do it with Joel. Like, I don't know. That's like, that's another, that that's a, just an entirely different story. But you can, like, I don't know. You got to remove someone that has been a consistent of this underachieving era. And it's been Tobias Harris. And, and I don't know. I, I, I always appreciate self-awareness. And he's apparently not aware enough that every year that he's been on this team, this team is underachieved, period. I, I mean, like, every full year he's been on the team. Tobias Harris is one thing. Obviously, like, we've been trying to get rid of Tobias Harris for a while. But this James Harden thing, and again, this was kind of a gift that we didn't expect earlier this week. But James Harden literally last month had a playoff game where he scored 45 points. And he had another playoff game, a, a Eastern Conference semifinals game, where he scored 42 points. This is like a, This is a month and a half ago. If you had told me after game four, that game four win when he had was a 42, eight and nine, if you said, hey, you know what? Seven weeks from now, James Harden is going to like be on a different team. I'd be like, what are you talking about, man? I'd be like, yo, this team, like the Sixers team is going to win this series and they're going to probably beat the Miami Heat in the next series and they'll probably lose in the, in the NBA finals and Doc Rivers is back and James Harden gets extended. Like, how did we get here so fast? Like, it's we got three games. It literally took three games for everything to go to hell. 
three games. No, no, no. But that's what happens when a collective team, the players, the coaches. No, like let's just say it, the two best players. And I'm I'm sorry, I'm gonna keep saying this until like I don't know, like you eliminated one of the other problems. James Harden laid down. I don't think he laid down the most. I think the MVP did. And I don't know. That's still the that's still an unanswered question. And he's obviously not not ready to talk about it. And I don't like like I would just like to know what the hell he wants like like his thoughts on the new coach. Like I like I just do do we even know what his 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 tenure or his place in the organization is right now? No, we don't know. We, I don't think we'll know anything until training camp. Like I know, I know you keep asking like every single week, like what does Joel Embiid think? Well, like Joel Embiid's not going to talk. Like, I don't, he's he's not a well, he's not really a, technically around. So you're not you're not going to hear this man talk. Like you you might get some like loose quote from him from summer league, but he ain't going to say nothing until October because it's like you know what? Like he let me phrase this as, as delicately as I possibly can. Well, I, I'll just say it the way you said. Like you know he the, he like the guy you need to point to at the failures of this team, especially for last year, is that man right there. And I'm thinking, I think yeah. right now he's in the, in the midst of Liz living with it and, and coming to grips with what happened. Yeah, no, because I feel all this is basically because he didn't do his job. No, because I think every year there's always been a scapegoat. And like, maybe he didn't step up, but like, I don't know, like he was just, he wasn't like, I don't know, in the, I don't know, cross like, I don't know, I don't like make, making gun analogies, but he was not, like, the main person in front of the the criticism. It was right. always Doc Rivers, it was always Ben Simmons, it was always Tobias Harris, whatever. He he is at the front. He is, no, he, like, he's, right now, once they trade hard, he's the dude. And he's going to have a couple months to figure out what the heck he's going to say about it. And I just, like... I just don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, this, that's why the season is like, even though it's a transition year, you're going you're gonna to find out a lot about 21. Like, I don't know. Cause people are like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, can you have this kind of year with like Joel and beating his power? I don't care anymore. Like, I don't know. Like, he's going to have to live with this year. Cause frankly, he's, uh, he's, he has a lot to do with this transition year, if yeah. we're being honest. Yeah, no, he's no, he's the reason every everything happened. He's literally the reason Doc Rivers is not here anymore. He's literally the reason to, uh, uh, James Harden probably won't be here, and my Tobias Harris might not be here. No, it's it's literally the reason all of this happened. If if you came up clutch in Game Six or Game Seven, this wouldn't happen. Period. Like and that's like, what I think, I think people forget is you had them at home. You were winning at home, Game Six, and you, and you five quit. minutes left. I, I, like I don't know, not physically quit, mentally quit. You like I don't know. I, I mean, the whole Horford thing. Where like I know, and like people forgot about Game Four. Remember, we were on the verge of an all-time collapse. Like I don't know. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Al Horford had this man just be, like be out beside himself. Couldn't couldn't get a bucket for anything. That is something that like I don't know like. And then the six and the seven. I mean, like that just speaks for itself. Like I don't like that was like. I I mean like he's I I, I mean I just hope these beat writers have these questions ready because I like. Like people like me, because this franchise, this franchise isn't anything without him right now. Like I, I don't know no. if you have a broken Joel Embiid, you have no franchise. So I feel that right now, you need to assess. Like I don't know, like, and but I guess the sidebar to this: does this, like, is the Embiid trade watch off for now? Like, do, like, do you put that? No, but do you no? But like, are we like? Because I feel that like I don't know like. If you bring in, if you bring back Harden, there's always that dynamic, weird dynamic, and like there's pressure. Like I don't know, and like you always worry about Embiid getting frustrated, or whatever. Like, and you always feel that like I don't know who's like close to snapping. And I don't care if he snaps, but I guess does this kind of transition year remove that kind of like clock? Like, does the clock stop this year? No, 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 no. If the, if this team stinks. Uh, I don't think oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stops. Yeah, like if this team, if this team stinks, then yeah, if this team's five hundred at, at the All Star break, then yeah, I'm sure there's probably there'll probably be discussions about it about an MP trade, and there probably should be at that point. Because I mean, like if you if, if this team stinks, you know, you're probably at that point just kind of going, just going, leaning all the way into the the rebuild, and, and so you, so yeah, so like it might just make sense at that point. So yeah, so I don't think the clock stops. I, I, I don't. Um, but that said, I don't I don't think this team's going to stink. Like I think whatever they get back for Harden and or Tobias Harris is going to be good enough in the East. So, I mean, I think they'll be fine. And then I, and then I think, cause I, I'm not sure about the contract situations that the guys are going to get like the, the Powell's and the Cubs, but it's not max. <laughs> it's not max deals. You might have, you might have Powell for a couple more years at 19 you might have a Cub at like a year or two at 15, you have some flexibility and then you just get the Albatross off of your deal. Cause, and I, I guess here's a side, I mean, here's the, if you make this deal for – if you make the harder deal for role players, what are you trying to get for Tobias Harris? Are you just trying to get flat-out cap relief for next year, or are you trying to find a salvageable player? Like, what is if, – if you're going to get this this mix of guys back for Harden, what do you want to get for Tobias Harris? Well, let's let's go back to your to the original trade. So the, the Norman Powell uh, contract situation. So after this year – after 2023-24, he, where he has 18 million, he's got two more years. One one year at 19.2, one year at, at 20.4. Uh, Morris just has this year at 17 and 17.1, and Covington just has this year at 11.7. Um, I yeah. So basically, basically, it's like the only contract you got on the books is Norman Powell. And again, he's a serviceable player, making half of what Tobias is making and giving you Tobias Harris numbers. And um, one no, like he is oh, no, and Norman Powell feels like a, a commodity that you can trade right. if you need to. Like, I don't know. He's not like, I don't know. Like, and you know what, Roy? They haven't had guys like this, like that, that in the event that like, I don't know, a team is looking for, you can flip them. They had, they have no flippable guys. No, 
No, no, this is like this is yeah, this is a piece. Like you said, like like Terrence uh, Norman Powell is a, is a guy you can move. Um, even Covington, I was gonna say, even Covington, Covington is a one of these. Like, with his expiring deal, like you can you can move him. So yeah, so yeah, so this trade, like this, like I wouldn't I wouldn't hate the trade as far as the Tobias thing. I guess I would probably like a, a like a a good contributing player. Again, like I don't know, like that. Even if I have to take a, a less desirable contract, which you probably will. Give me somebody who can give me somebody who can like, like, give me so 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 years. you're taking so so you might get a twenty ish million dollars a Norman Powell esque player. Yeah, Norman Powell esque player, but if, if I gotta <laughs> like, if I gotta eat that for three years, then that's fine. Like I'd I'd rather have I'd rather have somebody again, a a third or fourth scorer for twenty million dollars. What if you years. what if you get Buddy Hill? I don't, I'm fine with Buddy Hill. Like I don't I don't I think I'm well. All right, my question to you though: Do you think Buddy Hield and Tyrese Maxey can play with each other? Um, we'll figure that my, out. Yeah, but, that's, but I, that, that's my. But league. I feel that like I. But I feel that like I don't know, like, like I don't know, like once again, you're getting guys that other like you. You could sell a Buddy Hield to twenty teams. Like I don't know, like I. But getting a like, guy just for the purpose of flipping the guy, like what's the like what's the point of that? Like, no, no, but like no, no, it, no. In the event mm-hmm. that this falls flat, you could okay. say yo. Open season on Buddy Hill. What like I just don't know like what other players like I don't know because you're not gonna get an equal level like salary. You're not like I don't I'm, like I mean other than Gordon Hayward like I don't know there aren't many guys yeah, yeah. that like I don't know like yeah like I don't know that make thirty million dollars that ain't worth it. So you're probably gonna get two guys like a like a Buddy Hield and another player, and maybe like no like you said like that's probably the idea where you have a guy making 16 for eight or 16 or 18 for three more years. And like, right. I don't know, but at least it's not 38. And then right. like, I don't know, like, no. And do are your, like, do you think the odds of him getting traded are good? Tobias? Yeah. At this point. Yeah. At, at this point, give, <laughs> give, no, no, just given, no, just given, just given the, given the buzz around the, the hard into the Clippers thing. And I think it might, again, I don't know what I assume is going to be, one big package deal of some sort or whatever, maybe with the third or fourth team. But I think there's a there's a whole lot of noise between those guys going to the Clippers. Um, so now, so now, and I feel I that, inevitable. and I feel that Tobias wouldn't mind a change of scenery at this. No, 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 point. no I feel no, like no. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I, I, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, but it might be there might be another team involved. I guess. No, I I, no, that. like it, like it, I think if Tobias Harris is involved in this, I think you get some three way deal. Like yeah. I like I don't like I don't understand the Knicks thing with Harden. I don't think it's I don't no, like I don't no I no I think I think the Knicks would be in this trade if it were for Paul George. Like I don't know that's the dude I think they pull the trigger for. I don't I, who, who they're what bullets they have for, for Paul George is behind me. RJ Barrett. I don't know. Like I don't like I, yeah. I don't know who like who who's worth anything on that team. That I, like I mean I, like Randall. Julius, no, but like, so do you have to trade Randall to keep like you? You don't to get, want to get Randall. to get Paul to get Paul to get. No, I was saying. Oh, you mean I thought you meant the Clippers? The Clippers to get, uh, like the yeah. Are you, oh no, I'm saying no Clipper. The Clippers to get uh, Julius Randall for Paul George is what you're saying. Yeah. Do you need to give up Julius Randall for Paul George? Yeah, I, I would think so. Like, okay. like, I think he's the most reasonable. He's he's the best player that the Knicks would give up. I mean, they're not giving up Brunson, obviously. So, like, sure. And I feel that, like, I don't know. That's a move that I think. The Clippers would make. I mean, they don't have a, they don't have anyone in like Randall's spot. Like I don't no. like. No, I feel like the Clippers are just like always in that that stepchild role where they're trying to be sexy. They got Balmer. Let's like let's get Kawhi. But no, because they're always trying. They're always running second place 
And like, I don't know other, what other way to not be in second place is trying to make these splash moves. That's, yeah. that's, I think a, a real element with the Clippers where like, I don't know, like that's why they get the West Brooks. They get like, I don't know all these dudes. Like, I don't know. I have, they still haven't gotten to a conference final. <laughs> right. I'm saying that's why they got Paul George. That's why they, you know, they, they try to make these, these, these big time moves. And uh, look, I mean, it's like, you see, see teams now, you see, you saw the Suns, you know, with their own splash move, you know, getting, getting Bradley Beal. Chris Paul going to the Warriors again. They're trying to. They're trying to. Well, they were just trying to get rid of Jordan Poole, really, to be honest with you. Um, but like, there's like these teams. Even Porzingis at the Celtics. I mean, again, I don't know if that makes the Celtics better, but um, they thought they needed they're still, another, another. The score. Celtics are still the best team. Celtics are still the best team in the East. I, like, yeah. I, and yeah. and we don't know with this Dame situation that that it would just end. It's endless. Like I know. I feel like I don't know. Like I feel Dame is the last significant shooter drop like hard is not a significant shoe in my opinion like i don't know he's just like i don't know like he'll add four or five more wins to the clippers they won't do anything in the playoffs like i like but i feel like wherever dame goes and who knows where he goes at this point he's he'll he'll move the needle i don't jim harden's is the, the second best guy available right now right like outside of damian lillard like of all the guys who are out on out on them streets right now he's the second best guy right Who's more impactful, Harden or Beal? I think Hard. I think Harden is. I really do. To win a championship, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think that Suns team's not going to win a title. Like, like Bradley yeah. Beal just scores points. Like it's whatever. Like no. Like to, no. And again, like I don't think James Harden's the world beater, but <clears throat> Bradley. Like the Suns lost to the to, to the Nuggets because they didn't have any depth. The Suns are going to lose to the Nuggets because they don't have any depth. Like it's like they ain't going to change nothing. So like no, like, that's why I feel that like I don't know like. A lot of this is just rearrange, like I don't know, changing, like a, like just change of scenery, guys. Like I don't know, like Dame, Dame's the only one guy, and I feel that, like I don't know, this is really what's gonna change this this apron thing. As the superstars are still gonna go to like the big places. You're you're just not gonna get the Tobias Harris contracts anymore. The second level stars, the John Collinses of the world, like you're not going to be able to pay those guys $30 million anymore. Like, or like they'll get 30 million. They just won't get it from your team. Right. Right. Yeah. No, this is like we talked about a couple weeks ago. So it's, it's that third guy. It's the third man, not the Hulk Hogan, but the third man, the first <laughs> you guys, the no. first you guys are going to get paid, but you know, like the Jokic yeah. and the Murray's are going to get paid, but again, you can't like, it's not sustainable to keep paying guys like Michael Porter jr. $30 million. Cause that just doesn't work in today's economy. Like it just doesn't. At this uh, point, do do you consider Maxi a Hall and Nash? Maxi and Embiid Hall and Nash? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, is you no know, is is Maxi uh, like uh, a capable outsider? Like, he's not. Yeah, the third yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. He's not. Yeah, he's not Vincent. Like, he's not. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> so you're so so you're you're giving him the max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyrese okay. Maxi, Tyrese Maxi. Even though he might, you might, you might be overpaying a little bit. Nah, it doesn't that's, matter. That's fine. That's okay. fine. Yeah, no. Like I'm like I am like you're gonna give Tyrese Maxi probably like five and two. By the way, you need to trademark this third man like analogy because it's no. You, I think no, I, thought no, you, like, I, I thought you came up with it. I, I, I'll, I'll give you credit. Like no, I, like, I no, it, no, it, no. It, it's like no. It's like DX. Like I don't know. Like you can't have the road dog. I don't yeah. know if you want the road dogs or or, or the X Pac. No, like yeah, you, you can't have X Pac. No, no, you, you, the, the, the Triple H and the Shawns need to carry the franchise. And yeah. no, I feel that the Nuggets are the new, are the new, like, I don't know, like standard bearer. You have the two, the two dudes carrying the load. I don't know, throughout the playoffs. And I, I feel you're going to see this 
Like, I don't know. And that's why I feel that, like, I don't know, hitting on that superstar in the draft is just this critical, this much critical. And that's why the Spurs look, look, look lovely now with, 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 with Wembenyana. Yeah, the Spurs drafted uh, Victor Wembenyana number one overall in the draft this past week. The most watched NBA draft ever, by the way. Shout out to the NBA. Um, I didn't nearly, watch it. <laughs> yeah, I was say nearly, nearly 5 million people tuned in to watch a bunch of guys that no one knew. No one knows. Except for that Grady D guy. Can, yeah. can, can we say his name? His name is Grady Dick. You can take Grady Dick. It's fine. Okay, Grady <laughs> Dick. No, no, by the way, usually I don't get like the allure of these like goofy dudes. I get the allure of Grady Dick. He's pretty like entertaining. Like, I don't, I'm not sure if he can play basketball. I, I mean, I he think could. he can play. He was a lot. No, no, but like, I don't know. I feel that like, I don't know. A lot of people try to. I just think this dude's goofy as hell. Like, and like he seems pretty entertaining. So I'm pretty, I, I, I'm pretty like, and, and you know what? But you need that kind of dude. Like, but I feel like I don't know. He has to have some substance too. So like I don't yeah. know. But other than that, I don't know many of these dudes. Cam Whitmore, I, I, I didn't know him from from um, Larry Whitmore. Yeah, no, Cam Whitmore from Villanova dropped, uh, slid. Thought people thought he might be a top five pick, slid to twenty to the Rockets, who were thinking about taking him. In the top five, um, the Thompson, the Thompson twins. Those are those are some pretty cool dudes. I don't know if you, you saw their story. Yeah, um, they're, 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 they seem like they're going to be pretty good guys. But yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, I don't know these guys. Um, I, I'm interested to seeing to see some of these guys. But if this Sixers team is starting uh, Norman Powell and, and or Robert Covington and or D'Anthony Melton for like 75 games next year, I don't know how much I'm watching these guys. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 oh no! Oh, oh, oh no! 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 Best belief after after February. The team will get turned off by a lot of people because they're not going to be good. And I just don't know. But I feel that, like, I don't know. This is the kind of team that if Joel is as good as we think he is and everyone thinks he is, you can, you can, and if the team fits and there's better chemistry, this is the kind of team that you can, like, I don't know, add a couple wins to, like, you can overachieve with this team. That's, that's why I feel that, like, I don't know. This season's on Joel and, and, and Tyrese, man. Like, I don't know. You can, like, you don't have bums. But, like, no. I don't know, like, you got to, like, I don't know, be able to carry. And, no, I, I mean, as much as as much as season's on, like, other dudes, this season's all about Joel, man. Like, how does he respond? Like, I don't, like, and once again, no one knows. I should I should mention, by the way, the uh, the news of the James Harden opting into his contract uh, to, to return to the Sixers um, was first tweeted out by an account called Dropping Dimes. Um, which I didn't hear, or Dropping Dimes 20, which I had to delete their account, now reestablish their account, um, yet the day before it actually happened. And according to the same Dropping Dimes account, the framework for the trade is hardened uh, to the Clippers and Norman Powell, Marcus Morris, and Terrence Mann back to the Philadelphia. I like that. I like, I like Terrence Mann. I didn't think you could get Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann is a goal. Like, I mean, how many, like, Terrence, Norman Powell and Terrence Mann have have multiplied the number of shot creators that the Sixers have had by like 800. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Terrence Man's a young bull. 
Um, so and he's this contract's not that bad, and he can and he can shoot. I'm sorry, man. Like I, I'm just I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here in the 200 level, or no, probably I guess to, next to, close to people in the assembly room section of the Wells Fargo Center, and I'm looking at the hype video that goes across the screen, and I'm seeing, well, Jalen McDaniels is probably gone, but I'm seeing Terrence Mann, and I'm seeing Norman Powell, and probably not George Niang, but that's fine. Like these dudes ain't moving the needle, man. They're not. Like, no, they're, they're fine no. NBA players. They're fine NBA players. They're they're they're, they're fine. They're not really moving. No, when, I, when the Boston's no, in I, town. They're not moving. You know, I'm sorry. No, I think you're underestimating the fatigue that the fan base had with this iteration of the Sixers. Like, like, I don't know. It, it was, it was it, like, if you brought back James, if you brought back the band, if you brought the band back, you would get a level of exasperation by game 20. That's fair. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I can't, I can't argue that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I feel that like, if you lost to the Celtics in normal fashion, Say you lost the six games. You wouldn't. No, no I'm no, kidding. No, you you no, would get no, the same no. level. No, same, but yeah. they. No, no, but I feel the exasperation is on like, like, like bonds. Yeah, yeah. Amplified. No, you literally took a multiplier and, and, and threw that bitch up. And like, I know, I feel like, I don't know, you could not. I'm telling you, if you bring back the Bicyrus even for one year, <laughs> I'm not saying he gonna I'm not saying he gonna get the bump Simmons treatment, but yo, no, I, I I'm telling you, Sixers Philly fans are petty like that. If you've called them out and if you like say he bricks a three, game one, they're booing that living bejesus out of him. Tell a friend and tell a friend he's a sharpshooter. Assassin scorer. <laughs> Tobias Harris. Mr. Crumble Cookie himself. All right, we're not we're not so, Tobias Harris anymore. We're not, we're not. We got we got, and, we got and, and by the way, this. somehow and somehow Elton Brand is still the same the guy who gave yeah. this man his yeah. contract is still important. Yeah, that that that's the yeah, Elton Brand. Yeah, you will you will you will go to you will go to a special place for your war crimes, sir. Um really quick NFL point I do want I do want to note. I don't understand, and I'm not gonna I shouldn't give him the time of the day, but Marcus Hayes writing that Jalen Hurts is the because quote I want to direct quote this one. Quote, probably the most insecure athlete in Philly, end quote, is probably dumbest thing I think has ever been printed in a newspaper in this city. If you have ever seen Jalen Hurd's talk for like more than seven seconds and you think that man is insecure, I really don't know what you're listening to, man. I really don't get it. Like, I like, I know it's June. I understand you got to sell papers. I understand you got to sell Philly.com subscriptions that people got to call up and try to cancel because it's impossible <laughs> to cancel these things online. I understand what you're trying to do, Marcus Hayes, but come on, man. Like, don't do this, man. You're better than this. Like, I know, I know um, you're better than this. Is he? I know he's, 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 yes, he's better than this. This is, this is, this is, this is low hanging. That's not even low hanging. I'm not this kidding. Is... If I didn't feel like having to talk to like, like, I don't know, like Merle, from accounts payable. No, I'm telling you, like the process to cancel your subscription because I've done it a couple of times is just so no. And like I get why they're doing. It. Like yeah, you yeah. think if they like I don't know could say yeah you could do it online. You don't think people would be doing that stuff with the quickness? Man, I've unsubscribed to the Washington Post like seven <laughs> times. Like because you could just do it online and out of yes. Wall Street Journal. I gotta call the Wall Street Journal. You know who hasn't called the Wall Street <laughs> Journal in a couple of weeks? Me because I don't feel like calling them up. <laughs> Uh, oh no! After they billed me thirty five dollars because I I missed that deadline. Where, yeah, like, that was said, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, but like I don't know. And me personally, I I don't know. For 
I feel like I like the need to like support like I don't know report like local reporting like this. But man, Marcus Hayes is really testing me right now, and so is Merle from Accounts Payable. No, I, I like, and it's not a it's not a cheap subscription either. I like, I don't know like like I I mean like it, it's it, it's in the double digits. So, but to Marcus Hayes, man, I don't know how he survived here, but like I don't know like he he needs to like I don't know once again they need to like they need to lead into the normal people. Like, I, I like, but of course they're just like, I don't know what person to say. Yeah. I just read that Marcus Hayes article. You know what? I'm going to subscribe and I'm going to be, <laughs> and, and I'm going to be willing to not call Merle from AP. Yeah. Like, I, and again, like, again, I don't want to just dump on the man. Cause like, the man has written, I mean, he's been here for like 20 something years. Like the man has written some good columns over the years and it is what it is. But I mean, like, come on, man, like brother, like I know it's hard to write columns, like two or three columns a week every week, and and especially in June when nothing's happening. But come on, man! Like don't just you like just you like you think we're stupid? Like like we're not stupid people. Like again, like we are very well informed, like fans. Like we understand like how football works. We understand how these you know. I, I just don't. I, I hate I hate I hate when people just kind of you know just 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 kind of you know, do things for clicks or in this case, page reads or, or views or whatever. No, I don't know how no, much, how no, much he, Daily News cost no, anymore? Just, like $3, $5? I'm not even sure. $5, um, I think. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right, I'm done. I'm done. We got 10 minutes left. We got to talk wrestling. Big pay-per-view coming up this weekend. Got to do our Money in the Bank preview. Money in the Bank, actually later today um, in London, England, uh, Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Huge, huge bloodline civil war blow-off later today probably the main event i would imagine the main event um but we'll, real quick we'll kind of run down run down this match card um you have the women's tag team belts on the line uh ronda rousey and Shayna baszler versus live the returning Liv morgan and raquel rodriguez look i was a fan i'll admit this i was a fan of putting the belts on ronda rousey and Shayna baszler and just having them stomp everybody out for like a year because this women's tag team division is trash um ronda rousey just never needs to be near a microphone ever like this has this has no juice whatsoever. I'm sorry. Like oh, she no, big, she way, has no juice. By the way, shout out to Liv Morgan for bringing out a sign from a fan that said Rhonda Lousy. And like <laughs> I don't know. No, and she leaned to it and, and like Rhonda like tried to grab it. Like no, I I I mean like apparently like like I don't know, like among the casuals, I don't know, that to be the word of the week casuals. Ronda Rousey still like resonates, and yeah, and you know what? She might resonate more than anyone on that tag team roster because no one really cares. Like I don't know, like no, like I feel that like like they hit gold sometimes with these. They're not even gold; they hit silver. Like I don't know with some of these like random tag teams that they put together because there's no such thing as women tag teams. Like they just find two women that don't have anything to do, and they're like, "Yo, put together," and, and now. Like Raquel and Liv just wear matching outfits. I like I don't know. Like I don't know. I feel that like like with the right level of booking and just and frankly interest. I don't know if casuals are really interested. Like I don't know. WWE hasn't give fans in, like much interest in, in in this division. So you know what? Just go with and like I'm a I'm a Shayna Baszler fan. So like anything that gives her shine. But like I don't know. Really, you need to like at some point turn Ronda on Shayna and right. have those people do like uh like something in the octagon yeah just straight up just like just just throw throw them in a cage for for like for like wrestlemania or something just like just just take it to the, the, the highest level you got gunther versus matt riddle um obviously gunther's gonna win it should be a pretty physical match but whatever whatever um seth rollins versus versus finn oh, balor no. oh, by yes. the way by the way this is my prediction this is yeah. my prediction 
at the end of this match because I because Matt Riddle sort of banged up and stuff. Like I don't know. Right. Gunther wins. He uses he beats the crap out of him. Oh, uh, I know what's coming. Imperial comes out, and then you hear, I hear voices in my head. The crowd goes nuts for Randall Orton. I like it. I like it. The return of the possible return of Randall Orton later today at Money in the Bank. I like I like that a lot. You got Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for that new heavyweight championship. I don't know what these belts are called anymore, but Seth Rollins has a belt and he's gonna he's gonna defend it first Finn Balor. They got some history. Of course, Finn Balor having to drop uh, the universal they're belt. Building, they're building Finn Balor up for this match. I Which was is like good. It, no, but no, it, it, it has me thinking, but losing look like Rollins ending his reign like a month in would be awful news. Yeah, yeah. And like I know you know, and, and I know like no, I feel this is going to be one of those thing moments where I, I don't know if how you do it, but I feel this is going to be the the split Finn from the Judgment Day because I don't think they need Finn anymore. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how you how you. Well, I mean, I, I don't know how you there. do it. You could just get there with a loss, but I mean, you could say loss. You're not you're pulling your weight or whatever. Because again, because you have because you have Damian Priest in the men's Money in the Bank match, and then you can and, say you know, maybe. and the real leader is Mommy. The real yes. leader's mommy. Like, she's yeah. like, I mean, she might be one of the five best characters in WWE right now. Like, I don't know. She's got that. No, I, I mean, I hate to compare her to a legend, but she really is like uh, 21st century China. Like, I don't know. She, yeah. like, I don't know. She's has that kind of mystique and like this character's perfect. And like Dom is like the perfect, like, I don't know. They, they absolutely hit a grand slam with this faction and like i don't know this is the perfect like this is what a faction does it elevates all the people that need it elevated yeah and, pro- and props to dominic I-, I thought this cody dominic thing was just going to be like a a placeholder match for cody just to kind of give him something to do uh for for a month or so before you know before SummerSlam and probably the return of brock lesnar uh, but i mean dominic and mommy i mean again they've, they've kept playing this i mean dominic's just a heat magnet and they've kind of just been leaning into it even more this, this past month and now I'm not no he's a match, spoiled I mean, he's a spoiled he's a spoiled son of a hall of famer yeah and he plays it like i, I mean he plays that perfectly and i think he's gonna win because i feel like because i feel this is the time when you set up brock cody three brock right. comes out f5s him and just borderline murders him and right. dom wins no i feel yeah. that like i don't know it, it it sets everything up and like at some point you need Dom to get like a cheapo win. Like right. I don't know, just 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 a heel win. Yeah, and he's got a couple heel. He's I think I know he had one heel win the other night on 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 Raw. So yeah, keep keep that going. Really quick, women's money in the bank. I'm not gonna run down the whole list, but who, yeah, who no. wins who wins the money in the bank briefcase on the women's side? Ooh, you know what? I'm gonna say um I'm gonna say Zelina Vega. I like it. I will. I will co-sign with it. I think that's a that's a good win for her. On the I'd men's say side. EO, but I. Okay. I'll say. I'm sorry, just a one point. I'll say EO, but I feel Bailey, like I don't know, stops her from winning. Yeah, obviously EO and Bailey are going to have some 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 beef, and obviously Trish and Zoe are going to have some beef. So I think it, it opens the door for Zelina Vega. Um, on the men's side, of course, we got es- uh, Santos Escobar, Ricochet, Butch, Sinsuke, Damian Priest, LA Knight, and Logan Paul. Who gets the men's briefcase? Who wins the men's briefcase? Ooh. Man, I you know what I, I like on the little amount of time I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with the fan choice. I'm gonna go with Los Angeles Night. Ooh, Los Angeles Night. I like it. Uh, I will go with Logan Paul, but according to rumors, Triple H is not a fan of Logan Paul winning the briefcase. I think he's going. He's more leaning towards Los Angeles Night being that guy. <laughs> uh, but I, I've seen. I've seen uh, rumors that uh, Damian Priest might be the guy. And again, that play that would play into the whole no, thing. Valor thing. No. 
No, that no, no. Yeah. I think if you want to advance the Judgment Day storyline, I feel that Priest is a dude. Like I don't yeah. know. Like I would feel like I thought about it, and you could sell me on Priest or L.A. Knight, like equally. Yeah, yeah. No, Priest Priest makes a lot of sense. Um, again with the L.A. with the uh, with the Judgment Day thing. Finally, the Civil War. Oh man, gentlemen. I don't even Jay, know if Jay we Jay have Field enough Uso. time. Like <laughs> <laughs> Jay Field Uso, Jimmy Uso versus Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns, Bloodline Civil War. <laughs> Nothing on the line with family. I we got like thirty seconds. We, well, we got a minute. We got, a minute. Even, we got a minute. You got a minute. I don't Go even ahead. know. It like like I like. I feel that you know what I feel that. Usos win not clean. I feel that like I don't know. Like Solo goes for a Samoan spike on one of the Usos ducks and they hit Roman. And mm. like I don't know, Jimmy or Jake kicks one of the dudes out. Like kicks Solo out. And Uso splash on Roman because I feel that like I don't know Roman will get pinned. I I, I would be able to bet ten dollars for someone Roman will get pinned. Yeah, this is the time you can pin Roman clean in the middle of the ring, and you know he doesn't lose the belt obviously like that. Like I think, I think Roman gets the pin. I think Jay I think Jay pins him, and I think that sets up SummerSlam. I think that sets up SummerSlam. Like that's your that's your SummerSlam match. Roman getting pinned in the ring by Jay. Like that, where's it? The O2 Arena. That O2 Arena crowd is going to be hot, like for this match. Like, this match <laughs> should, be, should be unbelievably hot. Um, yeah. So yeah. So we we are in agreement. Usos win that match, um, and it's setting setting up a SummerSlam match. It should be a pretty decent. There's only seven, seven oh, no. matches on this card, but it should be a pretty decent card. No man, the pay per views this year have been very very good. Even though, like, I don't know. Apparently, like, and, no, and I. I quit trying to figure out if Vince is involved. You know what? Just give me good shows, and I don't care who runs them. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me some. Give me some good shows. I mean, obviously Vince is going to be around, you know, doing some things. But like, if, if the storylines continue to make sense, um, if you know the people who I like are in the mix every, you know, if like if you know LA Knight's getting TV time, if Pretty Deli's getting TV time, I don't care. Like, it's fine. Just let let everybody cook. So it's all good. But no, this should be a really good show later today. Oh, I yeah, yes, please, ladies and gentlemen, for those who are not Peacock subscribers, who, who used to get it for free through Xfinity, do yourself a favor and check if you still have access to Peacock because uh, Xfinity is not giving Peacock away for free anymore. So you may need to, sub- to subscribe to Peacock if you want to watch the WWE premium live events going forward. I don't want anybody to fire up their TVs this afternoon waiting to see um, uh, Money in the Bank and then realize they have to pay like you know five bucks a month for, for Peacock or whatever premium is. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even sure. So please do yourself a favor as you're listening to this, check your Peacock subscription, see if you still have it. If you don't, you might need to resign. You might need to sign up for it because it's no longer free with your Xfinity cable service. So that's just a little public service announcement from your friends here at the Broad Street Line. As always, thank you guys for tuning in and supporting us here. 106.5 FM, WPPMLP Philadelphia. But until next week, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys.